0: Sports is something which we all love to do, whether it may be basketball, football, volleyball, badminton, or even a hurdle race. But these things are doable things. Whereas when it comes to adventure sports, we have an entirely different outlook, whether it is a bungee jumping, skydive, or even a zipline travel. And there are very few destinations around the world where you can experience or have that real thrilling moment of having that sort of a goosebump feeling so today we are going to have a bit of a conversation with one of the big mans who run can't country run but he manages the world's longest zipline you're right it's from tour russell kaima Galama kusada he is the general manager so hi how are you doing today hello how are you thank you very much for the invitation i'm delighted to be here with you so today's incongruent episode is gonna be a bit special as today the incongruent meets the unoccupied you're right today we are gonna have our first collab with another podcast i would like to invite Zanib, who would kick off
1: um starting with the basics why did you start in Russell kema how how is that place different
2: so we received a call from our colleagues from Ras Tourism Development Authority back in 2017. And that was the starting point of our adventure here in the Middle East. Uh, adventure tourism is one of the fastest growing sectors in the industry. Uh, and Ras al specifically has established itself as an emerging activity um, nature-based uh, in an adventure destination. So Toro Verde came to propel the Emirate into the highest diver- the divisions of adventure tourism. Right at this point, when you talk about Jebel Jays or Russell Kaima, you're talking the adventure
0: destination language.
2: So that's uh, how everything started.
0: Okay, so um, the next question is like, where was your first park and have you
2: ever visited there? Of course, our first park is located in Orocovis, that is in Puerto Rico, completely in the other side of the world. Uh, and actually uh, recently celebrated its 10th anniversary uh, of course i've been there uh, i w- i went through a very intensive training and preparation before overtaking the project uh, of building and operating the adventure park in al kaima so it's like a like a second home to me
1: What about your uh, zipline experience have you been on one yet or if you haven't what do you think about it
2: Uh, Well, I've done it a few times. It's 50 or more fair enough? I think yes, right? Uh, Even I'm pretty used to it. um, And although not as used to my tour guides because they fly every single day. uh, It's it's like a pumping sensation that never fades away despite if you do it once, twice, three times. uh, You feel full of energy and it's a rush of adrenaline and basically a feeling of freedom down the road. So that's how I can describe this experience.
1: Like, does the thrill ever go away for you, like despite being in so many different uh, zip lines,
2: It's the same, all the time, it never goes away. Um. So what do you prefer, bungee jumping or zipline travel? You know, I have to be honest, I've never done bungee jumping, it's in my bucket list, so I have to go with option B, ziplining indeed.
0: So now we hand over to the team. The stage is yours, Arjen and Ziad, go ahead.
3: Hey guys this is the Occupy team here. So one of the first questions I have personally is what is the strangest thing you've seen that someone's done right before they actually go for the zipline right? What's the strangest thing or the most nervous thing someone's done?
2: Well I've seen a lot of things people wearing costumes uh, wanting to fly like their uh, favorite superhero um, some others going um, a little bit crazier and, and because, because they get nervous sometimes. So mm-hmm. there's people that want to escape from the platform and they just run away from the road. So I believe that is a winner. Um, but bottom line, it's, it's, bottom line it's, a, it's a very thrilling experience. Uh, you test um, your emotions, definitely. Uh, but 98% of the people has a very smooth uh, experience, uh, nothing quite crazy. Uh, but yeah, I believe the the person running down the road is trying to escape is is the is the main one <laughs> that I've seen here <laughs> in, in Rosalcaima. So were
3: you nervous before, or like really scared before your first ride, or was it the same thing for everyone else? Uh,
2: actually, in my case, I I've done it before getting into the adventure industry uh, because in my country in Costa Rica, this is very. Uh, very common, actually, there is more than 100 companies there, Uh, forest, uh, uh, jungle, right, different types of seaplanes, so I've done it a couple Mm -hmm. of times, when I came for the first time to Puerto Rico to start my training, day number one was, okay, so these two tour guides will guide you, so go with them, and I had to do 24 seaplanes that day, so uh, I believe that day, I overcame some of my fears, because it was like, in a rush day number one right 24 cables um, and that's how everything started of course when i came here we have the world's longest sit line 2.8 kilometers Uh, Mm and so it's a complete different sensation right because i mean there is no longer sit line than this and of course Mm -hmm. the first time felt uh uh, well uh, like a a rush of emotions inside of my Uh body
4: um i just wanted to ask um how many people (laughs) on a daily basis, chicken out when they get to the top and they're about to go and they're like, nah, I changed my mind. This is not for me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's it's less than you could think of. Uh, On a daily basis, maybe one, maximum two um, chickens Mm -hmm. out. Uh, And then when we start trying to to, uh, convince them to go and, and give it a try, telling them that there will be no refunds for them, uh, normally, one out of two yeah. jumps into the cable, so that's uh, our main strategy.
4: Fair enough. And uh, w- what sort of age group do you see?
2: Yeah, youngest. Actually, we we don't have like a uh, like an age range. Uh, we have more weight and height. So, if you're 40 kilos, I mean, there is uh, some children, eight, nine years old that have given it a try, uh, and also the oldest. that we had here in Ras al has been 84 years old. So it's pretty pretty wide range uh, of of, uh, adventurer
3: people, yes. Has anyone thrown up right before or like during the ride?
2: Not during the ride. Mainly when they reach to our adventure center because it's a long ride from the city. It's a snakey road. Uh, And some people come from hotels, so they have a huge breakfast uh, but not in the right
0: form. Oh. <laughs> okay so this is the incongruent oh. team coming back uh, so i would like to ask to glamour this one so what is the latest developments at your place is there any new rides or any new
2: promotions yeah of course a uh, a part of our jewel which is the the JVJ's flight to world 7th, that was launched in 2018 um we have launched back in 2019, our Jayce Sky Tour. And also in February 2020, our Jayce Sky Maze. The Sky Tour combines a total length of five kilometers uh, via seven zip lines, basically crossing the mountain from platform to platform. And we have uh, our main feature is the Sky Bridge. It is a bridge uh, anchored to the wall of the mountain. Uh, and that is around 300 meters above the ground. So that is pretty appealing. Um, and then the uh, Sky Maze, it's a um, 10-meter-high structure with 10 aerial obstacles, uh, such as monkey bars, climbing walls, among other pretty cool challenges. Uh, right now, in terms of promotions, we have uh, a staycation promotion where whoever comes to the hotels in Ras Al receives some uh, vouchers to visit us. Uh, also, for the regular customers, not hotel guests, we have a buy one, uh, get 150% off. And also for our colleagues from hotels, hoteliers, we have a 50% off applicable on Wednesday. So we're trying through different uh, promotions and strategies to uh, keep the traffic, keep the volume activated, uh, mainly after this um, COVID-19 situation, right? So those are mainly our promotions and we are constantly communicating uh, different things through
0: our social media channels. Great, I would seriously love to come over there once. Anytime,
1: we're here. (laughs) Arjun, take me along. Our next question would be, uh, could you tell us a little about your park and how it makes itself so special, especially in a country where there are already so many amazing attractions?
2: Of course, actually, if if we go back in time, uh, historically, Um, there is very little or limited records on zip lines or zip wires. Um, Actually, this was centuries ago invented, right? Uh, To transport people from uh, point to point in very complicated areas, or even to transfer supplies uh, in mountainous areas and things like this. And actually due to the lack of safety, I would say, all of these really old uh, zip wire facilities have been replaced with bridges. Uh, in the 70s, actually, it's when the modern zip lines, zip lines gained popularity because most of the researchers uh, needed to move from point to point to explore um, the jungles, right, uh, on a, in an easy way. So um, it's back in those times when um, some entrepreneurs uh, saw this as a... Um, Very appealing product, right? Uh, And they started to realize the commercial value of the zipline for thrill seekers. Uh, And well, here we are today. Don't forget that I I don't think that I forgot the question on what makes Toro Verde special, Um, because the company has been focused on developing a more enjoyable ride, a more safer ride Mm -hmm. across different terrains, right here in Rasal on top of a rocky mountain. However, we have um, seaplanes over jungles, forests, desert areas, even the ocean, um, and we have been trying to perfect the existing techniques and methods uh, to enable the riders to travel at uh, extreme speeds uh, through long distances. Um, and well, uh, that is the value of our company. And on top of that, we are currently the holders of the world's longest seaplane and also, the longest zip line in america so uh, i believe that makes our company very special
0: oh great 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 can you take us through the process of your part getting recognized by the guinness world records yeah of course well the first step of course is
2: to get in touch with them uh, to request all the proper documentation to do an attempt to break a record in our case, we were attempting here, Rosalcaima, to break our record in Puerto Rico, so our colleagues back there were not quite happy with us, despite it was the same company, of course. Uh, we're very competitive between each other. Um, <laughs> so once the proper documentation is initially submitted for approval, then we have to coordinate with our local surveyor for them to bring um, the different tools uh, such as GPS, total stations, etc., And also the Guinness World Record will deploy an independent surveyor authorized by them to come to validate that the measure of, in this case, the length of the cable is whatever we are saying. So uh, once everything is validated, the report is submitted and approved, and they certify that, we have beaten the current record, then a uh, celebration ceremony is scheduled to hand over the certificate. So, that is in summary how
0: the process is. Uh, I would just like to ask in your Puerto Rico branch, what is the supply length? It's actually a
2: 2.2 kilometer zip line. It's called the Monster. Um, that is the, the holder of the, of the former Guinness World Record as the world's longest zip line. It's completely a different setup because we are flying on top of the forest. Uh, green scenery, cool. rivers, um, a very nice uh, view from the mountains of the, the, the main city, which is San Juan, which is a port. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's nice, to be honest with you. It's very nice. We fly from, from in between trees as well. So, it's completely different experience. That, that is mainly what we have in America because of our climate.
1: Can you tell us about the surprises that you still have to bring from Puerto Rico to uh, UAE? And do you have any other experiences that you've faced in the country that you can actually take back home?
2: Yeah, of course, but if I tell you there, it wouldn't be a surprise anymore, right? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> in our pipeline, <laughs> we have uh, a bungee jumping Uh, we already selected the location. It's pretty cool, pretty scary, to be completely honest with you. And also we are planning to build some hanging bridges throughout the mountain. All of this is in our pipeline, however, because of the current slowdown in the economics uh, uh, due to this uh, coronavirus, we had to push it a little bit, but it's within our plans um, for the midterm. In terms of the shared experience, it's actually a reality. We have been able to share our experiences in Jaima with our colleagues based in Puerto Rico. Um, I can call it as a cross-learning experience, uh, which has resulted in an increasing level of safety, quality, and uh, even customer service, service, which are our main foundations. So uh, we never stop learning from each other, and, and actually, it's a, it's a. We have a really good relation between the, the two, the two branches or the two parts that we have.
3: Okay, I have a question. Which one do you like? Better? Do you like the one, that, the attraction here in Russell Camo or the one in Puerto Rico? Which one's your personal uh, favorite?
2: Like, you're shooting me a very complicated question. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's different. Uh, I am more because uh, I'm very used to, no, Puerto Rico is not my country, but it's very similar to my country. Uh, mm-hmm. And I love to fly between the top of the trees and, and all of these things. So for me, it's more appealing. However, mm-hmm. the uh, speed that you get into our JBLJS flight, uh, it, it's it's unique. You cannot reach it uh, in in our park in Puerto Rico. So it depends on what you're looking for. If the scenery, uh, rocky versus green, uh, speed versus a little bit uh, less speed, um mm-hmm. So it's it's I mean, I, if, if I have to select one, of course, uh, I'm pro-America, <laughs> but um, I, I, I find it here very appealing as well.
1: All right. So our next question would be, you know, um, taking the current uh, situation in mind, what are the challenging uh, issues that you've faced, you know, within your park and how has it been affected?
2: Yeah, of course. Actually, it's been very complicated times. Uh, The park was closed for two months uh, since the outbreak of the pandemic. Back in March, we had to shoot down the operations, send everybody home. uh, And then after two months, we were able to reopen. Uh, The good part is that uh, when you have time off, let's call it time off, uh, you have time to think, to re-strategize a little bit, Uh, to go over your protocols, uh, to revise whatever you're doing and to try to improve it. Um, And we came with very robust uh, COVID-19 standard operation procedures. Uh, Why? Because it was uh, a mandatory requirement from the government in order to start opening the park. Uh, We were able to reopen on 20th of May. uh, And actually the response of the public has been Better than expected, we have over two thousand uh, customers uh, coming from that day to to date um, and of course it's it's not it's not easy to wear a face mask, to wear gloves, to you know all of these um, regular things that we do now under the new normality. It's been complicated, yes, I'm not gonna lie, for businesses are uh, having very complicated times. Um, but we're completely focused that uh, this will pass with the proper protocols in place. Uh, we'll be able to reach our 100% of capacity. Currently, we are working at a 50% capacity, um, and just focus on on the better things to come. Because uh, I mean, uh, people still need to uh, to do this kind of things, right? To to get out of the ordinary, to to go to the mountain and take a deep breath and jump into a 2.8 kilometer zipline. So. Um, Things are still there, uh, and of course, we're quite positive that uh, the outlook in the midterm will will be better.
4: Right. So, uh, can you please let us know what, what your longer term ambitions uh, for your for your park is, like sort sort of your vision going forward from now?
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, it's it's to 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 be the top of the line uh, adventure park, um, to bring innovation, to to stay in this market for as long as we can, uh, because in this world, innovation is key. And uh, normally, as I was saying, people uh, is very stressed, uh, very, um, sometimes they they are looking for alternatives to just get out of their own world. And being outdoors, breathing pure air, uh, purer than in the city, of course, um, just having this kind of escape, it's, uh, it's something that we can provide. And well, we, we are there to, to, to make this, um, to satisfy these needs from, from our customers and from whoever uh, that wants to just have a, a quick escape and, and well, have a rush of adrenaline once in a while, right?
0: So, in these challenging situations, how, has, how do you think the Adventure Parks operations got affected and in what ways it changed?
2: yeah of course um well it's it's affected because whenever borders are closed it it means less people around uh of course, you still have the local markets that you can try to tackle, but under the very critical stage of the of the pandemics, everybody was locked down, so it means that you cannot circulate, you cannot exit your house again. This is the best way to support uh, in decreasing the the affection, uh, but it also means very hard times for for businesses, from adventure parks to restaurants, to uh, you name it, right? Um, in our case, yeah. and we don't know for how long this effect will be. Uh, I, I think we're gonna have to 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 learn how to deal with it on a regular basis under the new normality. Uh, so, of course, you have to adjust the way that you operate, make sure that the protocols are followed by your staff, encourage your visitors to, to follow them, um, and be on top of small details because uh, in, in, if, if you don't take enough care, well, somebody can get infected, and, and that is the least that we want, right? Um, so far, actually, we are um, trying to get a safeguard certification as COVID-free location here in Rosalcaima. So we have been submitting a lot of documentation, a lot of things to um, one certifier. And hopefully by next week, we're going to be getting this uh, uh, recognition because we have been working really hard to, uh, well, to to be in the market, to offer people a chance to come up and, and enjoy a little bit their days, forget about what's going on, right? The current situation in a safe way. So that is our main priority.
0: Okay, so uh, so it's like when I'm doing the zipline travel, should I be wearing a mask? All the time, yes.
2: <laughs> Actually, it's mainly indoors. However, we encourage people to wear it all the time. It's it's a simple thing at the end of the day, and, and well, it will bring uh, some benefits, right? Uh, towards the fighting the pandemic.
4: What, what if the mask flies off while I'm riding? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you're outdoors, so there there wouldn't be any issues, and we'll we'll replace it. No worries, we have plenty. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. It. That's good.
0: This was a great conversation with Gulemo, and would love to thank you for your time and for from your busy schedule. And we wish you good luck for your organization's operations.
2: Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be here, and good luck with this effort. I really like
0: it. So. A final question to the unoccupied guys:
3: How did you feel today's episode was? Uh, today was great. I mean, I got to know a lot more about the ride and what actually happened. The Russell came, and I'm really looking forward to going. I'm, I'm going to try my best to go in the next couple of weeks and actually see how it is.
4: Great. Yeah, I mean, what
3: about
0: you? It,
4: today? Yeah, it, it it was it was actually eye opening. I um I don't think I've ever ziplined before, so. I had no idea what to expect uh, the distances to be, so I heard 2.2 kilometers. I'm like, damn, I need to try that for sure. Me and Aryan can go and film a podcast there, I don't know, (laughs) or even a vlog. And not for sure, we have to give it a (laughs) shot. Um, Mm -hmm. It was great, I enjoyed it.
0: So theme parks and attractions are now opening all around UAE as we see a drop in the COVID-19 cases and restrictions opening up and easing. Which is a positive sign that states that we are back on business. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you like this, please do subscribe to our Incongruent podcast. Our podcasts are currently available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and on all other major podcast platforms. For any suggestions and feedback, feel free to shoot an email to the Incongruent Podcast, dxb at gmail.com. This is your host Arjun and co-host Zainab signing off. Bye-bye.